This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth. 93.7 The Ticket. Back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back. We're back. Well, at least I'm back. The first back. half of the hour, they didn't, they didn't, you know, I felt like a new kid on the block. I couldn't get in on the block. They didn't, they, they don't love Stricky on the block <laughs> in the four o'clock hour when they sip it on wine on Thirsty Thursday. Yeah. Welcome back to On the Block. We thank you for joining us for the second hour. We're going to talk a little bit about some, you know, changes, some adjustments that have been made in the NBA All-Star game with regards to the weight that you get, the iron that you get, the trophies that are presented to you for doing some magnanimous, wonderful, and great things, exploits, and all that good stuff. And in about the 525 hour, we'll talk a little bit about some Big Ten coach rankings and what we think, and we would love your opinions. So get ready to tap in on that at 402-464-5685 on the Sutter Heyman text line. We, I think we may take a call during that segment. Maybe we'll take a call. So call in also on the Honda Lincoln hotline at 402-464-5685 just to get your thoughts and opinions on, you know, which coachings that you think fill the void at the top five and, and uh, who is the bottom feeder of the Big Ten as far as coaches right now. Uh, I think you can say there's been some shifts. Um, some people have speculated that Mel Tucker, when he came into this season, was at the bottom of that barrel, but we'll see if that's changed in our opinion. And next, let's talk about the in a NBA hardware. Um, so basically, the NBA unveils their new and improved trophies for the NBA All-Star Game, which their theme is continued growth and evolution. These designs and these awards will be part of the league's landmark 75th anniversary season for the NBA. Uh, Bach, it looks like that the MVP trophy is going to be a Kobe-themed big trophy that you can just, I don't know, you may need a whole case, just a whole (laughs) room for that trophy, uh, the way that it looks. Uh, It looks like that it's a commemorating league's, um, a, a, a commemorating trophy for basically Kobe Bryant. It'll be called the Kobe Bryant Trophy. It'll be awarded to the Kia All-Star MVP. Um, Then they have also some adjustments to the AT&T Slam Dunk Champion, um, the Clorox Rising Stars MVP, the Ruffles NBA All-Star Celebrity Game MVP. And there'll be just some of those changes that are being presented during this uh, um, All-Star game that will feature on February 18th through the 20th in Cleveland, Ohio. So, Bach, it looks like... um, the new MVP trophy that Adam Silver has announced and put forward, it's going to be a trophy that features uh, an eight-sided base. Obvious, that's obvious as to why, but, you know, we'll get into that, uh, which is, according to the NBA, uh, represents an eight decades of the NBA All-Star Games that have taken place, as well as a nod to Kobe Bryant's eight number eight jersey. And then there's 18 stars around the trophy that represents Bryant's 18 All-Star selections, while there's 24 stars located at the first level, which would represent um, each all-star player featured in the game and Bryant's number 24 jersey. 
Um, do you think this is something that's kind of like a, you know, a, a media ploy trying to draw some eyes? I mean, obviously the numbers are down, this, you know, this year as opposed to in times past. Obviously the game hasn't been the same. The dunk contest, there's been moments and then there's been debacles. And then, you know, most most everybody tunes in really for the three-point shooting contest. I mean, there's been gimmicks that have been thrown in there. And it's just not doesn't have the same savor that it used to. So do you think this is just a kind of a marketing ploy to kind of draw some eyes back on the game and, and, and draw some respectability back to the game? Or is, is it just something that needs to be done? Uh, I think that it's a, it's interesting. At least I love the obviously including Kobe Bryant. It's not just that he you know um, was a historic player and, and all that stuff, and we know about him passing away. It was actually like I, I think it was a four time uh, NBA All Star MVP. So I mean he he showed out well in the in the in the All Star game in the past. So uh, that's very cool and, and redesigning and making it look um, like you said. I mean it looks heavy. <laughs> it looks like that's uh, going to be a big. Um, trophy that you can display on your on your display case and obviously anything that's attached to Kobe Bryant's going to be very cool so um I like the I like the look of it uh, I like uh, well, uh you know just I, I think that's going to look very cool taking it home I have a problem with the three-point contest the the slam dunk contest uh you know the, the 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 skills challenge competition the rising star MVP the the reason I have a problem with it I mean they all look cool they're they, you kind of kind of see through them they're they're clear um, probably glass and have a kind of a cool uh, little logo inside it's just they all look the same they all look you know they don't mm-hmm. differentiate from each other there's just different wording at the bottom of it so I think that if you really want to um, you know make it look cool make it look like um, you know it represents represents that skill that they're doing you know a dunk contest is easy you know make a make a guy that's throwing one down um that type of trophy and i'm sure they've done that in the past but i just don't like the fact that they they look the same because they're very different skills very different competitions and they do despite the fact that you know some people might not like all-star weekend or whatever it, it that is the draw the draw is kind of these individual skill competitions more so than the game and there's a there's just a, a, a very valued and illustrious history of winning these things so i think that in, you know i like that it kind of separates from the kobe bryant mvp trophy that it looks you know that kind of makes that one feel bigger but all the rest of them look look the same and it would be hard if you set them on a table to know which one you're getting and i just i i think that that's um belittling kind of you know the event altogether and not that it's a big deal um but if you if you have if you win that trophy you'd like it to look not like not like the other trophies that were handed out that year yeah, let, 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 let's see if somebody will call in at, at the uh, Hannah Lincoln hotline at 402-464-5685. I would love to hear your thoughts with regards to um, if you've had an opportunity to view All-Star Games of the past and then what the All-Star Games look like in the present last maybe five to ten years, um, what you think about the differences of how those games went and, and, and how you felt about those games as opposed to now. I, I remember I used to go to the all-star games back then. I mean, they were, they were fun times. It was, you know, it was great. It was going to be interesting. I, I, I had the pleasure of sitting there and watching Vince Carter do what he had, you know, what he did in that iconic dunk contest he had. Um, you know, then one of the greatest of all times definitely was the Levine and, and Aaron Gordon, you know, whew, they, I mean, oh, yeah. the stuff these young fellas was doing, it was just, ooh, 
man, I mean, I mean, up and down that board. And then you had the <laughs> – I happened to be at that All-Star game, and one of my teammates, Michael Finley, did the tried to do the cartwheel. I was That was probably the worst <laughs> dunk contest, try to take shirts off and do all kinds of – it was – yeah, that was crazy. And I didn't miss the one – I think his name – it was Gerald Green or, or – Oh, yeah. He was good. When, when he went up and blew out the freaking cupcake and – I mean, people, the dunks he was doing, he actually probably should have won because he was he was so creative in the stuff that he did that people were like, did he just do that? <laughs> and and they didn't realize, they thought it was a gimmick, but he was basically showing you, yeah, this is how high I get to this rim. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he did some stuff that was phenomenal. So I would love to hear some thoughts as to what other people feel about those all-star games in the past and the present. What, what about you, Bach? I mean, how do you feel? Did you get a chance to watch like some of those back in, you know, the earlier days of my era or the middle, middle years of my era, because it started to, it started to change once, you know, MJ and that crew started to pass out. I mean, it, it went from competitive. Now, let me, let me be real about it. Kobe was always like, competitive Allen Iverson that they was always like I'm we try to win yeah you know but so you know, some of the other guys and now it's just like a, a you know a toy fest out there is like yeah just whatever yeah I'm, I you know in Major League Baseball kind of uh played around with the idea of giving home field advantage to the winning side or whatever uh in their championship series I think that's going a little far but I think that there maybe should be something on the line um, for the All-Star game to make it competitive. Um, because, uh, you know, w- we can complain about the defense and putting in the hard work and, and as competitive as it is. And, yes, it's kind of, you know, it's just one more game of an 82-game season. So it's not that much more dangerous. But there is inherently a little bit more danger. I mean, if you're playing competitively um, for, you know, what should be the overall goal is not win an exhibition game. It's t- to take your team to the playoffs. Or, you know, especially if you're at that level, you're a cornerstone of your franchise. It would be be just it would just be so tragic if you had a major injury in an all-star game um so you know you can kind of understand that and that's why i think the skills competitions have kind of moved um you know ahead of the all-star game and, and yeah i mean there's still been great memories here and there of highlights in the all-star game it's still kind of cool i like when they i like when everybody wore the different jerseys i think that was your time late 90s um when they really kind of celebrated their team instead of everybody just wearing the red or blue east and west and they've also tried the the team lebron versus team Giannis or team St- curry versus team lebron or whatever to kind of um make it a little bit e- you know more even across conferences um and and and, and that's a good like the, i like the fact that they're trying different things i as a traditionalist i like the east versus the west cuz i've always kind of been an eastern conference type of guy um and the western conference for much of my life has been stacked so it's kind of like getting over that hump at times um but uh you know i i i, I I love the dunk contest. I love the fact that like NBA TV will will play it. You know all the past ones leading up to it. The three point contest has kind of taken over as the, as the the primary competition just because of how much skill and 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 the other thing is that three point like like the best three point shooters are in the three point contest. The best dunkers usually are not in the dunk contest. You kind of get mm-hmm. role players that can really jump and, 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 you know, kind of make a name for themselves, but it's not the top names in the sport. So that's kind of why I think that that's kind of taken over as well too. But um, it, it, there's also this, this part of, you know, there's only so much you can do 
with a ball and going up for a dunk, right? I mean, it, yeah. it, there, there's only so much, and, and it, it seems like at some point you feel like you've kind of reached that. So part of it nowadays I still like is the, you know, throwing on the um, the throwback uniform and doing a dunk that's been done in the past by that, that was made famous in another dunk contest. I like those, those kind of odes to the past. Um, but another thing that I also think hurts the dunk contest is the the judges at times will just give tens out like they're nothing. I think a 10 should be very, like, very rare. That's almost near perfect. The best dunk you've seen of the night is a 10. There should be no shame in a 9. But then when you're competing with the other judges and you, and you feel that guy, like, everybody's got to be on the same page. I can't just grade it that way. I mean, you can. We've had judges in the past that kind of do go on their own grading pattern. But, um, you know, I, I think that hurts it a little bit, too, because certainly, so, I mean, all those dunks that they're doing is such high-level difficulty, um, and it's very impressive but there's only one or two dunks of the night, right? I mean, if I give a 10 and somebody outdoes that one, then okay, I'll give it another 10. I, I, I understand that, but there's some of them that are like, uh, you know, sometimes the commentators have to say, well, it, it, you really have to understand the difficulty of this between the legs. But then you're going, well, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's but I've seen it before, you know, or, or you know, it, it's pretty close to something we've seen before. But that, again, that goes back to the problem of there's only so much you can do rising up for a dunk. Yeah, I think that's true. And I, one, one other point I'd like to make in what you said is that you talked about there's an understanding as to why guys don't go as hard because you would hate to have some form of a, a significant injury in that. And I, part of me agrees with you and then part of me doesn't. But I can see it in basketball a little bit more than I can in football, right, for a pro ball, right? Oh, yeah. Because here's why. Um one of the things that me and some of my friends and even I've taught my kids and, and, and so forth and so on is that if you're not going to play the sport and play it at a high level, you will end up getting injured. So, for example, you can't just go out and play football and just go half a, you know, you can't yeah. you just can't do that because you're, you're going to end up getting hurt. Right. So I can understand because part of me when I played in the offseason there were certain things that I wouldn't do. It depended on who I was playing with, right? So if I was like at UCLA and I was playing against, you know, a lot of my colleagues that we would go down there and train. So a lot of us would go and we would go to UCLA and, you know, it'd be all, you know, Baron Davis, Paul Pierce, you know, me, Seth Sabalas. Um, you, you know, you would have every dang near NBA guy there, right? That's different. You go, you go hard. Because yeah. guys understand, right? But if you go down to your local Lifetime Fitness or you go down and you're, you're just trying to get a little run in and get it going hard, that's when I don't penetrate. I don't go to the basket because guys are, they, you know, they're, they're trying to make some form of 15-minute fame name for oh, themselves. So they're, they're, gonna, they're swiping at hands. You know, that's how you, you know, break, I mean, break wrists, thumbs, undercutting. So on fast breaks, I'm very I'm I'm liable to pull up and shoot a little mid range because I just that's the one thing I don't want somebody I'm never dunking because you do not just want somebody undercutting you or doing something crazy like that. So I so in that aspect, I get it. That's why you let guys go. That's why there's probably a lot more dunks when guy gets by you. You might as well, you know, don't don't do anything to get a guy hurt. So I so part of me gets it. But then part of me is saying playing half a also leaves room for potential injury as well. But I think yeah. the sport makes the difference as to that that part of that too. 
That is interesting too, because I've I've actually you know kind of been like right on the other side of that, where um, I've been playing. You know, I, you know, Husker athletes will come in and play at the downtown Y or whatever. Um, and you know, I, I saw firsthand a, a guy that was. Um, competitive I, I suppose like 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 you said trying to get his 15 minutes of fame or, or get his one up on um the big man walking in the gym or whatever and uh he undercut him and the, the guy ended up you know limping off the court and and had to you know um had to had to leave and he was a prominent member of the huskers team so it it, it is it you know i i, I would always uh, kind of fear that playing against the general public i suppose you kind of heard about that especially with the, like eric weddles in the news and what he was doing to, to stay uh healthy um between his break and football was was a lot of pickup basketball basketball um but uh yeah I, if i were you i'd feel more comfortable playing against the other you know nba players that that know what they're doing and are out there and know um you know that even if you're playing competitively it's not the time to be the most you know to get the biggest contest at the rim just so you can say you swatted that guy you wait till the game action to do that yeah exactly and then and, and that's that's just the dynamic of that particular thing so that's that's an interesting point um, I, I'm, I'm, you're right though, man. I'm just, I, I don't know. I mean, 75th year, I don't know which gimmicks they're going to throw out. I think some of the funnest parts of those, those, uh, those weekends was, uh, the players association party was like a star studded event. That was one of the, you know, and then it got to a point where everybody you had Kenny Smith and, and every NBA guy was throwing some event or some. And it got to a point where I just I just couldn't go anymore. It, just, <laughs> it didn't have the same savor for me, right? The, so you used to so, go every year, is uh, oh yeah, yeah, I used to. Yeah, I, I, mean, I still I just, haven't gone. I've heard it, it's a it's stop. a one a heck of a time though. It can be, yeah. yeah, it can be. You know, if especially if you find, like I said, you find yourself in the right right circles, and then you know there were, and then I think too, depending on where it was, made mm-hmm. the difference. I think. You know, some some cities that you maybe wanted to explore a little bit, kind of get a flavor of the city. One of the worst ones, I think, uh, was in Philly. I mean, San Francisco was a bad one. It was just rainy and just, Mm. you know, kind of cold and dreary. And, you know, that was kind of a terrible one. But, um, you know, there was some there was some that were, you know, quite. Yeah. I've heard you like know, like they take over the the town. Atlanta and, was oh yeah, it just becomes a whole party weekend. And um, <laughs> I heard Chicago was pretty good. That was from a guy from Chicago, so maybe he only knows about the Chicago event. But um, absolutely, I, I think that it, you know a, a, an event like that that it's a the whole weekend long. Um, you know, and your city only gets it once every fifteen years, whatever it is. Um, it it, it I, that could definitely go for one. I, I I have to make it to one of these um, before my time's up here. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's a worthy thing to kind of, you know, test and go and see, you know, if you've never been there. But again, I don't think I, I think there was a point where I would go to Saturday. I would never go to Sunday. Yeah, it's sad. It just it, it got to a point where I was just like, I don't want to see that. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a competitor. I'm I'm a natural competitor. And if I see somebody half A in it, I'm just like, Ugh. Yeah, I suppose for the average fan, though, you still get to kind of check off the, you know, the best players you've ever seen. And if you get, you know, 24 of them right there on the court, probably if you haven't gone to too many other events, you know, maybe 24 of the top 35 players you've ever seen or something like that. It'd be cool to kind of add that. But you're not seeing them at their best, I suppose, if that matters to you. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us what you think. Tell us what you think. If you've ever had an experience or 
an opportunity to go to an all-star game. It doesn't matter if it was football, if it was basketball, pro bowl, you know, give us your thoughts on what you, what you thought about it um, uh, on the uh, Sauter Heyman text line at 402-464-5685 and what year you went and, you know, what that experience was. We'd love to hear from you. We're going to take a break right now and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the big 10 coaches that we think are getting the job done and some that we don't think is getting it done. Who's at the bottom? Who's at the top? What do you think? Come back on the block right after this.